Hello, readers. Coming up, it's episode number 205 with Ty Sheridan on the Tinder Bar. First, I wanted to encourage you to check out our website at booksonpod.com. While there, you can sort through past shows by episode number, book or film title, author or guest's last name, or sort by category. For instance, select the biographies and memoirs, film, TV, and performing arts, or humor category for episode number 82 with Matthew McConaughey on Green Lights. Hey, everybody, Matthew McConaughey here talking green lights. You are listening to Trey Elling, Books on Pod, Green Lights. Hey, the red and yellow ones eventually turn green. So, can we all go out there today, tomorrow, and the day after that, creating and catching more of them for ourselves and others? In the meantime, and all times, let's just keep living. Hello, readers. Ty Sheridan is one of the best young actors around, with credits including The Tree of Life, Mud, The Stanford Prison Experiment, Ready Player One, and The Mountain. His newest is an Amazon Prime original titled The Tinder Bar, co-starring Ben Affleck, directed by George Clooney, and based on the memoir written by J.R. Moringer. Ty, thank you for the time. How are you doing today? Good. Good to see you. So you are somebody who uh, obviously does a good job of preparing for a role. Considering that this role is based on a memoir, I- I'm going to make the assumption that you did read the book. What does that process look like for you as you're preparing for what is essentially the title character of a memoir? Are you jotting notes in the margins while you're reading? Do you read it straight through, ask questions later? What does that look like for you? Yeah, I mean, I think that you're, look, with, with a film adaptation, um, when it's, it's based on a, a memoir, or a novel, um, I think that you, 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 you want to familiarize yourself with the source material. But at the end of the day, you know, you're, you've got to focus and hone in on the screenplay, because that is the version of the story that you're telling. And, and sometimes, you know, we all know, you know, most people say, oh, the book is so much better than the film. You know, it's a pretty common thing to hear. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, books have got a lot more space, you know, to fill it up with all the details that, that uh, you know, that, that, um, that, that are, are, are nice. And I think with a, with a film, you know, you, I think you have to make certain sacrifices. And I think that the, for this project specifically, for Tender Bar, I think the most important thing was just, uh, you know, capturing the essence of uh, the character and the story and, you know, the, the heart of what, 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 uh, what this, this narrative uh, is. And, uh, and yeah, so I think that was a major, major focus. And, and there's so much great stuff in the, in the, in the memoir um, to, to chew on, you know, and just carry around and, and holding your gut, you know, when you're, when you're making the film. But I think a lot of times, you know, on, on another film I worked on uh, called Ready Player One was based on a, a novel by Ernie Klein, uh, who's uh, also also a Austin guy. Um, was it was confusing because I, I I kept getting confused, but between you know what was in the screenplay and what was in the in the book, and I I, I couldn't compartmentalize in my brain, you know, what was happening and which version of the story became super confusing when we were shooting and uh i remember that being uh kind of a challenge for me so i think on this you know i just at some point i just put the memoir down um and just really turned the focus to the screenplay and and, and the adaptation was really great william monahan um uh the screenwriter did a really great job with it so 
the first time I read it, I thought the script was was really good. And that's pretty, pretty rare. You know, I think a lot of times you when you read something for the first time, it needs a lot of work. It needs a polished draft. And so I think that wasn't the case on this movie, which was, you know, super, super nice. Your character, which uh, you play him uh, towards the end of high school into college at Yale. And when your character gets to Yale, he essentially admits to his new roommates that he feels like this is a lucky break. And his roommates say, well, we're all kind of here on a lucky break. What do you consider a lucky break from your own career? And uh, just how did you handle that once you got past this idea that you didn't necessarily belong there? <laughs> That's every day for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, look, I grew up in a small town in, in East Texas, you know, no, we're, you know, people, if you tell people you're going to pursue a, a career in film, you know, they look at you like you're crazy. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, <clears throat> I definitely related to, to this idea, you know, feeling like, you know, you're just in some place because you, you, you got lucky. Um, but you know, I think, you know, there's a lot of people that might spell luck W O R K. And, uh, <laughs> I think that, it, you know, anybody who's, who's successful, you know, they probably run into a little bit of luck here and there. They probably had their lucky break here and there, but I think that they always capitalize on it by, by working really hard on, on either side of that break. And, uh, and, uh, I think that for me in my life and my, in my career, you know, I, I first film project I ever worked on was a movie called the tree of life. Uh, I just randomly, got invited to go to an audition. Um, some casting directors came to my public school when I was in the fourth grade. They sent me home with an invitation. My parents told me, hey, you should uh, you should go to this movie audition because then you can tell people for the rest of your life that you've auditioned for a movie one time. Hmm. And I was like, cool, that sounds good. You know, I'm curious and I'm, I'm game. And uh, so I went and turned turned into, you know, here, here I am today, still, still, uh, still doing that so it's uh it's you know it's strange i think whether you want to call it luck or coincidence or fate or whatever how you know certain things uh happen in your life for a certain reason and uh i think you can't you know a lot of times you can get hung up on questioning asking the question why you know but uh a lot of times there's not really an answer you know you just gotta believe that that uh that things are faded the way they are and that, you know, you're, you're doing the best with what, what comes your way. Um, I think that's, you know, with your, in your life, personal life or in your career, um, anything in between. Books are important to the JR character in the film and in real life too, of course, what is the most important book that you've ever read and why? Um, (laughs) well, for a while, I, I mean, I think one of my, I mean, this will tie in good with what we were just talking about, but one of my favorite books is uh, uh, The Alchemist. Uh, always loved uh, revisiting that one and reading that. And, you know, it's a lot about, you know, someone's journey. And, um, you know, I think that, 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 that this, this, this movie is, is about J.R.'s journey and, you know, the longing for something that he realizes in the end, he, it's not really necessary, that he didn't really need um and what he does need has been there all along i think that's like the you know the the theme in that that book the alchemist um and it's an important thing to remember remind yourself of uh but yeah lately i don't know i've been 
I'd say the more important books for me were more, um, you know, uh, like uh, I read uh, just this past year or two years ago, Stillness in the Mind, uh, Alan Watts' book. It was really uh, Meditations, Marcus Aurelius uh, was another book that, you know, I think, you know, philosophy books for me have been uh, really instrumental and especially in the world that we're, we're living in where things can be really fast paced and <clears throat> you know i think the, the world sometimes can seem a bit drab um you know considering that we're living in a pandemic uh so it's nice to you know to revert to 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 these philosophies carry those with you and help you help you uh you know better your 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 mindset and your your uh, outlook on 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 the world and your your place in it. Hearing that you love meditations makes sense. You have a very stoic way about you, Ty. All right, last question now. Ever fucking a Volvo? <laughs> Man, I can say that I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. He is Ty Sheridan, an actor whose credits include The Tree of Life, Mud, Ready Player One, X-Men Apocalypse, and The Mountain, his newest, directed by George Clooney and co-starring Ben Affleck, and based on the Jared Moringer memoir, The Tinder Bar, is also called The Tinder Bar, and it's an Amazon Prime original. Ty, thank you so much for the time today, and thank you for your work in this wonderful film. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Good talking to you. Thanks so much. Join me next time when I speak with zoologist and science writer Joe Wimpenny on Aesop's Animals, the science behind the fables. Thanks to Gentleman Jesus for the intro and outro music. Hear more of his work at GentlemanJesus.com. And thanks to you for hanging out. You can watch, listen, learn, and connect for free at BooksOnPod.com. For Books on Pod, I'm Trey Elling. Good day. <laughs>